0: Good morning all you lovely people or good whatever time it is when you're watching this if you're listening to the podcast version or watching this on YouTube. How are we doing today? I am still struggling with my tonsils however I have a theory about why this is happening to me. I have a theory about why all of a sudden I get tonsillitis. Immediately after making the commitment to doing more videos and repurposing my content into this podcast This little strategy that I'm doing right now as I rebuild after losing my Facebook I think the reason this is happening because there's always a lesson in things, but there's also sometimes the universe gives us you know little (laughs) little extras to kind of challenge us and uh, figure out what it is that we actually want and when I committed to doing a live five days a week and that I would be uploading these live videos now onto my YouTube channel then repurposing them as my new podcast, when I committed to this, and I've committed to content strategies like this before, but when I committed to this, I said to myself, I'm going to be consistent this time. There's nothing that's going to get in my way. I'm going to be consistent with this. And I think the reason why I got tonsillitis and why my tonsils are hurting and I'm not feeling that well, I've got these swollen glands behind my ears, it just hurts so bad uh, to even be doing this right now, is because that's the challenge. That's the challenge I got because I have made these commitments before that I was going to stick with something and I was going to be consistent with something and then all of a sudden, you know, I get tonsillitis, I get sick, and that's the challenge. Can I, can I stick to my commitment, um, even with, you know, a little bit of illness going on? And I'm saying, yes, I can. I can do this anyway. I can still get on here. I can still power through. I rested my voice this morning. I'm just hoping that I don't cough, because I'm now in the coughing phase, when you're coughing all the illness up, and anyways... That's my theory. I made the commitment to start doing this content and doing video content and going live again and all of a sudden I get sick and I think the two are tied together. The universe is saying, are you sure you're gonna do that? Are you sure you're gonna be able to do that? But I've stuck with it and I've still put up videos for you guys and you probably can't even tell. So that's my theory. That That's what I think's going on. And I think uh, I think if I can make it through this, I'll be good for being consistent. Um, But I'm sure there'll be other challenges along the way. Okay, so for those of you who are just joining in, welcome. Today we are going to talk about the secret to audience building and what your favorite guru entrepreneurs aren't telling you about building an epic fan base. So when I talk about your celebrity guru entrepreneurs, we're looking at Gary Vee. We're looking at Tony Robbins. We're looking at Rachel Hollis. We're looking at Daniel Laporte and Jenna Kutcher and Amy Porterfield and these ones that everybody knows when I say their names because they've made themselves household names. Now the bigger ones are in not necessarily in the marketing space but are more so because marketing is a more niche topic but are more so in the personal development self-help space. So I'm gonna talk a little bit specifically about like Rachel Hollis because I watched an interesting video last night. I had no idea this was going on, but apparently she's getting all kinds of shit for plagiarizing a lot of her content, stealing from other people. So we'll talk a little bit about Rachel Hollis. She's one that comes to mind. Tony Rob- Tony Robbins. (laughs) Tony Robbins, (laughs) Tony Robbins also comes to mind and he's got some shady controversies going on as well. Um, And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the celebrity gurus and why they tell us things like you need to just add value and produce content and then the magic will happen for you too. And anyone can do it. But in the same breath, they're not telling you what they actually did in order to build the epic following that they now have. And they're never going to tell you because the clincher the clincher is they want you dangling on a string hoping for more hoping that maybe one day they'll drop the truth and then everything will become clear and you'll be able to do what they have done but the reality is that you probably never will be able to do what they have done because (laughs) robin says totally she's a great marketer her stuff is all other people's yeah okay hey robin what's up she just comes in there and says The truth about rachel hollis yeah she does take a lot of other people's content all right so these guru entrepreneurs like to keep you dangling on a string and wanting more so they're not going to tell you what i'm about to tell you about audience building and i'm just going to skip right to the chase for those of you guys who are joining in right now what they're not telling you is that the secret isn't to create more content and keep producing more content and more funnels and constantly be in launch mode The secret is not just to try really hard and want really bad and believe in the law of attraction and be positive and, you know, look at motivational quotes on Pinterest. That's not the secret. I know that's not exactly what they teach, but that's not how you do it. The secret is investment, okay? The investment that it takes to build the audiences that they have. And I'm talking about not a personal investment, a financial investment, okay? So I'm an ad strategist and I create target audiences for people, and if you have come into this fear of one of these gurus and you're on their email list and you saw something of theirs come up your way, it's, it's strategic marketing, it's been strategized, you're part of a demographic profile that they have targeted, you have done interactions and behaviors on social media that have identified you as a potentially, you know, potential fan or potential consumer of their products and services or of their content even, You have been part of their target demographic profile. And that's why they're on your radar. And that's why a lot of us know the same people is because they've saturated these platforms with content, building target audiences out. A lot of you guys are probably entrepreneurs. So you're in the entrepreneur You know space, you've also been researching things on marketing and mindset and maybe law of attraction and positivity and building a better life. You guys are looking for that information. So if you're part of their sphere, if you have come across them and you are a consumer of their content, it is because you are part of a demographic profile that has been built to target you, pique your interest, speak to your pain points. These are strategic marketers, you guys. And they've made the investment, a large investment, we're talking millions of dollars to saturate the social media platforms and make themselves the most popular and the most visible on social media. And that's why we have this bubble now of celebrity gurus, celebrity entrepreneurs, celebrity (laughs) lifestyle mindset mentors. This is how they've Risen to the top. This is the actual secret. It isn't anything to do with their content being so much fresher and so much more original or them being so much more, you know, woke that they have so much to offer the world that they just naturally have accumulated this following of, you know, people who just love their stuff. They have designed it that way and then they have put their money where their mouth is and made a large investment into ad spend to penetrate the audience that their content is designed specifically to speak to that's the actual truth of this so it all comes down to not just hey here's some good content the content is decent content okay it's it's decent enough it feels good to consume the ones that do marketing you know and teach marketing and business like there's good gems of wisdom in there i'm not I'm not, I'm not hating on the content, but you could produce the same content and the reason why Rachel Hollis comes to mind is there's evidence supporting the fact now it's coming out that she's taking her content from other people, lesser known people. So she's going and getting other people's content and is regurgitating into her own and putting her own name on the bottom of it and feeding it to her massive audience. So it's not that her content is that original and fresh and extraordinary, it's just more invisible. And I know there might be a few people out there who just, like, refuse to believe this. They refuse to believe that someone who they maybe worship or see as a celebrity, um, their guru, you know, their, <laughs> the person they model their life after, their life mentor, they might find that difficult to believe. But the truth is, to Rachel Hollis, who are you? Well, you're part of a demographic profile that's been built out of Facebook ads, that's been strategically marketed to, and the content speaks to your pain points, and so you're going to relate to it. You're definitely going to feel like she knows you and that she hears your pain. And you're going to be motivated to buy her books and purchase the things that she puts out there and attend, you know, conferences and seminars that she's hosting. That, that's how you do it. This, this is the truth is that if you have content... And we all get content if we're an entrepreneur because it's 2019. If you have content um, and you have money and you know who your people are, you too could build a target demographic audience. You could even find, say, oh, my content's very similar to Rachel Hollis's content. So you can go into Facebook Ads Manager and target people who like Rachel Hollis. And they're also probably going to like my content because our content's very similar. So I'm going to build out... My marketing strategy to target her people. So we've got these lookalike audiences targeting your competitor's audience. You know, taking what little amount of, you know, what you can get from them. What people? What a little bit of attention you can get from yourself using their name in the Ads Manager as a potential interest for the people you're targeting. And I'm not hating on this. Okay, this is what I do all day, all, all, all the time, is help people build their custom target audiences, get more eyeballs in front, of their con- in front of their content so that they can sell their products and services. I'm not hating on this. So don't take this as me saying, oh, poo-poo to target audience building and content marketing. I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily. I just think that there is a misunderstanding about what actually goes on behind the scenes to build these epic followings on Facebook and Instagram and making yourself a modern day guru, entrepreneur, celebrity, what actually goes on behind the scenes? So let me break it down for you. Often it's treated very much just like a strategic business, okay? So if you're having success at one one level, you can go and have people invest in you you can also go take it alone, or you can use your own money. Now, in the case of Rachel Hollis, her husband worked in Hollywood. Um, there was probably like she's well-to-do, so like they had the money to invest. So really, she just had to wake up and be like, "I think I want to be an author and write a self-help book." You know, we've got the money to make that possible. Let's build out some ads. We're gonna invest in an ad strategist. And we're gonna build my audience so right from the ground up i'm assuming this is an assumption i wasn't i wasn't there um i'm assuming right from the get-go it was a plan to monetize her by investing and in building out these audiences okay it's the same thing like if you look at like tony robbins obviously is an opportunist obviously is a smart guy building out your audience building out your target audience demographics on facebook hiring an ad strategist Investing not just thousands, but possibly millions to saturate the platforms until you become the household name. When you're the household name and the leading thought leader, that's when things kind of just start to happen on their own. And that's where people start to organically find you and you have this massive following already. Everybody knows who you are within that niche demographic, at least in the niche you're trying to saturate. And now you're at the top of your game. But I'm not talking about a few hundred dollars in ad spend. I am talking that this would take probably millions of dollars in ad spend. Because you have to spend money to make money, but these guys are playing big, and they often already have money to play with. So how could you do this? How could you possibly do this? That's what they're telling you. Anybody could do this. Just produce content every day, be on Instagram, you know share your message with the world <laughs> build your email list all these things they are going to tell you that these things are possible for you and technically they are on a more grassroots you know invest what you can in your ad spend be smart and strategic build your custom audiences if you knew that bit of the if you knew that bit of the technique um to marketing your content Um, But honestly, most of us average Joe people do not have the thousands of dollars and the millions of dollars to invest in saturating and flooding these social media platforms in order to get our content out there. But what we do have is the ability to do the same thing they're doing at a smaller scale, which is spending what you can. So spending what you can and putting that behind your content to match it to an audience who are likely, likely to engage and interact with that content because it speaks, again, to their pain points. Alright, so who's still with me on this? I want to pull back the curtain a little bit. I was told recently that I'm a truth teller. Um, (laughs) I'm a truth teller for better or for worse. Um, Shoot myself in my foot um, telling the truth all the time. But honestly, I'm a truth teller and it makes me sad when people are watering down their own stuff so they'll look at Rachel Hollis as the epitome of success. So if you're a female entrepreneur with, you know, kind of lifestyle, motivational content and you want to inspire people and you feel really passionate about that mission and then you see Rachel Hollis and she's at the top of the game and she's doing all of the things that you want to do and all of a sudden you go, well, the way I'm doing it isn't good enough. Like I have to be more like her. So then you start posing like she poses on Instagram and creating content that kind of mimics her content and this is happening not just you but now Sally down the streets doing it too and then Susie next door is doing it too and everybody's looking at Rachel Hollis and going well she has the model of what works that she's so successful She must know something I don't and therefore I'm going to make myself as close to her and then similar to her in order to engage the audience that i want because i i think that my content is good and i think that her audience if they like her they'd really like me so i'm going to change everything to make myself a copy of this person or maybe you're a dude and you're copying gary Vaynerchuk, okay or tony robbins maybe that's who you're looking up to the other ones that come to mind you know if you're in the marketing space, you might be looking at, like, for instance, Amy Porterfield. You might be looking at Pat Flynn. Like, there's all these marketer celebrities. They're lesser known, because again, marketing is a niche, but they do the same thing. They just look at them, go, well, they must know the secret to the success. They do know the secret to success, and the secret to success is investing into your business behind the scenes. They put money in the right places to build that audience, Um, And they've probably, you know, had to experiment and find and pinpoint specifically the people who react the best to their content. And if you're deep on their radar, guess what? That was you. You were the person. You were their ideal profile and you got looped in on on an ad funnel. Um, Unless you discovered them organically. I mean, I'm not saying that that's impossible because these people are now huge, okay? Massive. So you could do this potentially, but not doing it in the way that, you know, you might think which is just be more like them, imitate their way of using social media, try to dissect and put together your own version of their marketing funnel, their marketing. That's not how you're going to get this done. It's not about who they are or who the content is. It's about the strategy that's happening behind the scenes that you have no idea what that looks like. You don't know how much they're spending to actually reach the people that they want or how long it took and who went in there and strategized those audiences so that they convert and that they are like buying this shit, okay? They're excited about it. They are, we're all demographic data profiles that can be targeted in Facebook and that's what they're doing. They're using these features to build the audiences that they want and then they're serving those people content that speaks to them, that people are going to engage with and be interested in and hear what they're saying. They're speaking very often to your pain points. I'm not saying that that's the wrong way to go. I'm saying that's exactly what's happening. So I did use Terry Cole as an, as an example because I did actually meet her in person not too long ago. In February, my good friend Stacy invited me to come to this personal development event. It was an exclusive event. Um, it was put on in just outside of Calgary, I live in Medicine Hat, so it was just outside of Calgary. It was called Rise, and Daniel Laporte and Terry Cole were the guests of honor. And because we had VIP tickets, we were able to go beforehand, before the actual event, to this meet and greet in the evening. And Stacey and I had just finished in the photo booth, um, taking a cute picture. And then they come in, and lo and behold, we are standing in line. Um, I forget what we're standing in line for, but we're standing kind of offside together with Daniel Laporte and Terry Cole, who are like besties. Stacey knew who they were right away, okay? And I, I know of them because a lot of my clients, again, go, I wanna use them as a target audience for my content when I do my ads. So I knew the names. I wouldn't say that I am like well-versed in the content that Daniel Laporte and Terry Cole put out. I was really introduced to them at this weekend event. However, we were standing there with them to have a conversation, and Stacy immediately addressed who they were. So a little bit of celebrity shell shock—we're standing amongst them like regular old people. Surprise, surprise, right? And I'm like, hi. We like introduce ourselves. and I'm like, I'm an ad strategist. Because they polite enough to ask, "What do you do? What brings you here?" And I said, "I'm an ad strategist, and I know you guys. This is funny." I said to I said to Daniel Laporte and Terry Cole at the same time. I said. I know you guys because a lot of my clients tell me to use you as their lookalike or their interest targets when we're building out their ad funnels. So that's how I know you. But to be honest, Stacey brought me here and I'm just being introduced to this whole like world. Just I'm I'm just here like, and I said that to them. I didn't mean it in an insulting way, but I could tell because they're humans and they had a sense of humor. They actually found that, you know, kind of like, Funny and they were like really polite and then you know what Terry Cole said she's like I don't know anything about that I'm still borrowing Danielle's look-alike audiences I'm still targeting her audiences and she pointed to her friend um, Danielle <laughs> and she said I'm just copying her and we all laughed and we just drank our little cocktails that we had and it was a nice moment and it was very real because Nobody was pretending that you know Facebook ads weren't a thing, and the reason that these two women are celebrities in their own niche, um, well admired, well versed, and it doesn't take anything away from their work. This is not to take anything away from anybody's work, but these two women were very aware at that moment when I said I do ad strategies, and we all laughed and we realized you know like this is part of the game, it's part of the reality, it's how it's done. Welcome to 2019. So that's what Terry Cole said to me when I met her she told me that she didn't know anything about ads she just targeted the people who like Danielle and Danielle's her bestie and that's how she was building it out and it's funny because even since then I've seen that that da- um, Terry has really like kind of blown up a little bit more on Instagram has grown quite a bit and she's targeting of course you know look-alike audiences to people who do similar content as hers so she's emerging quickly but she's probably investing a lot of money behind the scenes in that and has a top-notch ad strategist building those audience for her. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Hands up if you hear me on this, hands up if you're ready to start making maybe some investment. I'm not saying that you need to invest millions of dollars even thousands of dollars. You could start where you can start. But if you're not putting money behind your content to attract the audience that you want, then you're missing out on an opportunity and you're going to keep on that content production treadmill without actually getting anywhere. You're gonna keep going, you're gonna keep producing more, keep believing that it's gonna happen for you, but it's not until you put your money behind that content. And that's what I really wanted to land on today. I don't wanna send any shade towards these people, like they're playing the game, they're treating it like a proper business, um, but that that's just what I had for you today. Robin says, thank you, thank you for watching until the end, Robin. If you guys have any questions about this or you're watching on the replay, please leave me a, co- a comment wherever you're at. So if you're listening to, listen to it on Apple or on Anchor or wherever as a podcast, send me a message, leave me a comment. Please leave me a review, <laughs> review this podcast because um, I'd love to climb the ranks on um, Apple Podcasts. So leave me a review if you're listening as a podcast. Leave me a comment if you're watching on YouTube. If you hear me on this, um, tell me your own story. You know, with maybe you have your own story about how you, you've come to view these celebrity entrepreneurs, um, or maybe you've had your own experiences with these people. Um, And then if you would so kindly like to take a look, I do have for $55 my Facebook ad strategy for growing your Facebook group. It's on sale, regular $99 on sale for 55. You can buy that from me and you can start targeting the right people and recruiting them into your Facebook group using an ad. All right, thanks for watching. You guys have a great day. I'm Brandy Peters. Bye!